I'm co-host James Ash. And I'm co-host Phil Scaife. Welcome to the Business Lockdown. Welcome on today's Business Lockdown, Mr. Vernon Frost and Vernon's international organiser, Dee Williams. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, just a little uh, intro, uh, amazing intro on Vernon. Vernon is an internationally renowned teacher and healer in the field of esoterics and metaphysics. He is a facilitator of attitudinal healing and a powerful clairvoyant with a unique psychic gift that allows him to follow your thought patterns and identify your limiting beliefs. Uh, see what event in your life caused it and then discharge the negative energy of the trapped subconscious belief. He's unorthodox, uh, he's relevant and humorous. He's a breath of fresh air. Vernon works from the heart and has a passion for nurturing growth, freedom and empowerment in people and he is a masterful storyteller and metaphysician. His talks and workshops are highly interactive with many demonstrations and deliver powerful life-changing insights that is some intro, Mr. Frost. Thank you, Vernon, for joining us once again, Dee. Really looking forward to this. I'm, uh, I'm super excited to, to delving into what you guys, which I, I've got personal insight. I've been, been, uh, been joining your meditation groups the past few weeks, and, uh, which has been phenomenal. So uh, love to have you on. Give us, guys, insight into to what, what you're doing and, and, and how the current climate looks, uh, which is different, I'm sure is very different than, than traditional uh, business for you guys. True. And well, thank you for having me. What happens, I think, uh, in one's world is that there's so many changes that you kind of have happening to yourself. One of the things that I noticed when I started becoming clairvoyant and started to become aware of this. Uh, strange things used to happen to me. And uh, one of the things that happened to me years ago, I must have been in my, about my 20s. I was uh, uh, going to do a, a, a retreat with some people. Uh, this teacher I, I heard was very good, uh, but it was far away, over our mountains and on the other side, about an eight to 10 hour drive. And where we were living in Cape Town, it was about 40 degrees. So I wore very light clothes and off we went on this trip. And there were two of us. And as we were driving, we came over a pass and all of a sudden rain came down and it poured and poured and poured and poured. And at that moment, my friend said to me, why don't we ask God if this is a good thing to do? I said, well, why are you asking me? Why don't you ask God? And so we had this little thing. And then she, I said, oh, all right, I'm going to ask God. Now it's this lightning and thunder, and it, you can hardly see your way along on the highway. And so I say to God, well, you know, is this a good idea to go on the workshop? And this massive bolt of lightning comes directly into, in front of the car and we go through the bolt of lightning. So I say to my friend, well, is that a yes or a no? I'm not sure. So we're screeching with laughter. We go and we do the workshop, which in actual fact was a disaster. But now we're coming back after the weekend and we're driving back 
And my friend says to me, why don't we ask God, how did it go? I said, well, this time, Cheryl, it's your turn to ask the question and not mine. So she says, no, because you did such a good job the last time, why don't you ask this time? So now we're driving on a straight highway. No bends, nothing. I'm checking everything out. And I see there are no clouds in the sky. Everything is perfect. And we may be about three hours from Cape Town. And as I'm driving there, I said, okay, God, how did it go? And the next minute, at the edge of the mountain range, I see this lightning bolt going across like this. And it came straight towards us and virtually knocked both of us out. And then I realized that once we had this unique experience where we were traveling at about 160 kilometers an hour, that we both nearly fainted through the charge. And um, my friend and myself realized, you know, you keep, keep questioning and asking God questions. It's best to just keep quiet and carry on doing your life's mission. But what it taught me was, is that whenever you ask for something, you're going to get it. And sometimes we get a bit cocky. And sometimes we're very humble. I've learned to try and be a little bit more humble with my, with, with my knowledge and with what I'm doing. So here in Cape Town, where I started and I've been living here all my life and I love the, the country, um, what has been very interesting because we've also got this virus and all the games that are going on about it. Uh, I've noticed that one thing humanity wanted and that is we want to get connected. And in some way, nobody's being allowed to be connected. So the simplest way for me to do it was to broadcast and to get people connected. And through my own abilities and clairvoyance, which has been with me virtually all my life, uh, these abilities that I have now, it's kind of impossible to really put into words because it's an experience that I have done for many, many years, 50 years or so. So to try and articulate that and say how I'm able to look at your thought pattern or how to move your energy is something that has taken time. And um, I always say uh, instant, instant coffee is okay, but percolated coffee is far better. So learning to do the, this trade, if you want to call it, takes time. You, there's no quick fix about it. You've got to work at it. So I am doing that for people and helping them to understand where the issues are in their life. And if I can just switch somebody's viewing point and make them realize that there's something possible for you to change, I'm quite happy. If I just get one person, I'm quite happy. And it's, that's my aim uh, in these Zoom programs to help people to realize they have a potential, they have an incredible heart, and they can empower themselves. And once you know how to do that, 
nothing will stop you. You just move ahead and you do, I call it the zing factor. You really feel yourself being motivated, pushed forward and having fun in your life. At the end of the day, that's what you got. And you know, you have a certain amount of time on this beautiful planet. So enjoy it, you know, make the best of it. And during this kind of strange period, there's also a beautiful contrast. And the contrast is you can change. You can shift. You can make things happen. So am I giving you a little bit of an idea? Of <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And you've just mentioned, you, you know, you have to shift there. Like how, how has that shift been for you guys? You spoke about now going digitally and using Zoom, which I imagine their share prices has, uh, have rocketed since, uh, you know, these past kind of two or three months. Um, yes. How uh, did, were you guys working digitally before um, uh, a little bit? I mean, I'm sure using email communications, things like that, but did you, were you online before holding talks digitally? We have been doing it slowly, but once we were locked down and we couldn't fly out of the country, well, then we obviously went this way to assist people more easily. And mm -hmm. in some ways, it's been very, very effective in, in just reaching people. What we've noticed too, James, that's been quite interesting for me is people are sitting in their own room. And when I am communicating with them, and because I have these uh, uh, gifts, if you want to call it, or blessings, um, I'm able to direct that energy to them. And what I've noticed with the the, the people that are on the Zoom, as they are entering these spaces, they feel it. And, I've, uh, and I'm, I'm watching the people there, and I'm seeing how they're interacting and they're getting it. And for me, this has been quite an, an eye-opener of how much the change has been for people. Because they're feeling safe in their space. So they're not in a big group. They're not in any of that. They're doing it by themselves. So once I realized that, it's been quite an extraordinary thing to watch people make their own transformations mm. quietly by themselves. And we don't have to know anything. Mm. You, we, we spoke to you. It's interesting, isn't it? Because historically, <laughs> tradition before this, this new normal that we're experiencing, this strange normal right now, you would have been, you would have thought that we, we couldn't connect in the same way um, digitally. You know, you have to be in person. There's, you hear a lot of um, when people are running seminars or, or just having a one-to-one -one interview that it's great online, but you don't get that same feeling. Whereas you guys are actually connecting with, with more people than you traditionally would. And you're, you're, you're certainly experiencing um, deeper meaningful connections on a, on a, on a huge level. I mean, has that not only surprised you guys, but also your, uh, your audience, your, your, uh, your network? Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying it's a surprise. It's been a, it's been a very enlightening thing, but what I've also noticed that I am not um, a teacher that gives a whole lot of theory. I'm not that type of, that's not my, in my makeup. I, I'm one that will give you a concept, take you into it, take you into the meditation, and you perceive it 
in the cells of your body. That's my gift. And there are beautiful people out there that give a whole story from an intellectual point of view, how it works, how it does, and how it's that. So uh, each one of us that is out there helping humanity, you're giving a different slant. And that's why I, I notice when I'm working with people, how much I'm perceiving in them when I'm doing it. I can see how it changes with their results. But the theory, you also need theory, but two hours, is, it's, it's not worth me doing that. Rather, let me uh, give it to you energetically, and then you got it. You know? It's a sneaky way. To and talk to us. Well, and, and talk to us. So you know, most of, if not all of what you do now is digitally online, which a lot of us can relate to. Before this, uh, this strange normal that we find ourselves in, I know you guys, um, you guys hold retreats in various locations around the world. Can you give our audience insight into, into how that normally looks and, and, um, and how different that, that certainly is than, than what we're, we're dealing with now? Sorry, that just cut out for a moment. Could you just repeat that again? Yeah, so what, how do your retreats normally look, Vernon? You know, actually, I know you, you cover them around the world. And, yeah. you know, how many people do you have on these retreats? How many days do you cover? And what, what is covered on these retreats? And, and the kind of people that, that join, join together? Right. Well, we first will do a, 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 a first workshop, a level one, if you want to call it, where people learn how to be in their bodies and to experience different things about reality and how to meditate and to get that confidence. Once you've done that one and you know how to explore the body and feel those, those energies, we move into a retreat. And the retreats are about five to seven days. It varies depending on where we're doing it. And then when we do the retreat, it starts at about 9.30 and can finish at about 12 o'clock in the night. So it's, it's a long day. And, and yet what we've noticed is it becomes a family. And so people become more and more cohesive, more. And, we laugh a lot. And um, I can't stand it when we're too serious all the time. I think, you know, becoming too serious is <laughs> a waste of time sometimes. But um, having some fun and letting go, the more you let go in a workshop, the more profound it is. And that's what we've, we've seen. And people uh, come to them time and time again. And it is a, a life-changing workshop. That's my, my aim, is to do it. And we move all over the world to do that, to, to, to kind of create it. How many people come can be up to 100. It can be a lot of people. It doesn't matter. It's really not an issue of how many people. Um, and normally what I do is I work with every single person too. So no matter how big it is, uh, I seem to have that ability to still address each person. So um, because of how capable I am now, it's easy for me to do that. And uh, people love to have a contact with you and to ask you a question. And that stimulates something else. And I think for me, 
sometimes a person can take the workshop in a totally different manner. I never have an A to a B. I go from A to Z to C. I move it around. I, I never worry about um, too much uniformity. It's, it's how the public wants it to go. Yeah. And, and give us, where are, the, where are some of these locations and how do you find each location offers something different to yourself and, and your... Um, and, and well, we, got a, we, we have our website and uh, obviously it's gone a bit pear shape over the last couple of months. But um, we also do even one in Turkey, we were going to do one on a boat. So um, around there, and we go to we go to Turkey, England, Germany, uh, most places in in the world. If we have the calling for it, we go there, and it's it's uh, uh, it's it's fascinating to watch different cultures, because uh, when we go to Turkey, I love Turkey. I've been there for about twenty years, and the the people are so kind and so hospitable and and wanting information so i've seen a growth in 20 years um and it's been astounding to watch people with their spirituality and how they're moving so it's it's really all over the place and and a lot in, in south africa too james your question about how do we find the venues and yes. what happens is a lot of our students, because they, we have a, a following of students that study with us over many years, that very often they will recommend venues. And then uh, myself and my assistant, we also do a lot of online research. So we decide we want to do a workshop. We've done one in Croatia. We've done one in Bosnia. We do work in England quite a bit, Turkey. And then we... Um, we, we sort of have a, a brief of what our requirements are, how many people need to be accommodated, whatever, size of the room, you know, the outdoor space. And then we, we do online research, basically. So we get a short list online. And then if we have somebody in the area, we ask them to go and visit for us and have a look. Uh, sometimes we fly over ourselves and have a look. Uh, Croatia was the only one that we went into completely blind and it worked out perfectly, fingers crossed. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. And did you enjoy actually? Did you enjoy that kind of that leap of faith going into it and trusting and your instincts? It was. In, it was actually remarkable how that just unfolded so perfectly smoothly. I mean, it could have. We had people fly in from all over the world, and it could have. If it had been a bad venue, it could have gone really uh, horribly bad for us. And it just unfolded so perfectly that we realized how trusting the process can work. That's awesome. Well, uh, so Dee, I'd like to ask you, international organiser, so how, you know, how does your day-to-day -day look uh, under normal circumstances and how have you shifted your, your how are your days very different right now if, if they are very different? So um, we started uh, going online a couple of years ago, actually. We started looking at doing webinars and that kind of thing. Um, simply because there's such a demand of people from people to work with Vernon that we couldn't, coming from South Africa, we couldn't effectively get to everybody on a regular basis. So we started looking at alternative ways of, of people having access to Vernon. So a couple of years ago, we started experimenting with Webinar Jam, but it had its limitations because it was more like um, an online lecture. 
There was no interaction. And then we discovered Zoom where, where you could, it started being like you were in a workshop. People could ask Vernon questions and react and interact with him as if they were in the same room. Um, and it's been so effective for us. I mean, the feedback I receive on a daily basis is overwhelming from new students, from students that have been with Vernon for 20 years. And they say, you know, it's really like being in a Vernon Frost workshop. Um, so my days are very, very busy. Uh, I have many moving parts. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of plates spinning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what, what are your guys, you know, and, and I'll ask this to both of you guys, as, as we've asked to a number of our guests, which is a difficult question, but how are you, how are you trying to plan as best as possible for this future that, we're, that is uncertain at the moment? You know, we've asked people about even even families are, are they trying to plan a holiday just to have something to aim for you know businesses that are keeping an eye on things and moving each day with with their um, with their plans moving forward how are you trying to are you trying to be really positive and plan as best as you can or are you just holding back and, and seeing how how it unfolds ahead well i'll go first but from my point of view um I think we really uh, have some kind of responsibility to the people that are working with Vernon to help them stay positive. So a lot of our energy is spent into uh, working out ways where we can assist people, new concepts that Vernon can present to them, um, ways to support them and keep them positive. So we're definitely putting a lot of our focus into an ongoing uh, future being um, online a lot of the time. All our workshops for the balance of this year have essentially been put on hold. I don't think they're going to happen. Um, so our live face-to-face uh, -face workshops have definitely taken a backseat. Um, and we've also looked at our pricing. We've drastically reduced all our pricing where it's a, the workshops are um, paid for workshops um, to help people uh, assist them to actually be able to come on the workshops. We don't want to make it exclusive so that people can't be there. We really want to help people uh, to be there. And then in between, we're doing a lot of free workshops um, to help people that really can't afford to do the more in-depth work. They can still get some energy work uh, under their belts. And we send, we record everything we do. Everybody gets a replay so they can uh, repeat and practice the meditations and really get the maximum benefit from what we do. And you have like 240 people on those. Uh, I, yeah, I was on last night with you guys and yeah. it was 220, 240 people. Yes. Uh, on so a lot sessions. of people, a lot of, because of the replays, a lot of people register uh, who can't attend. So we have people in Japan that uh, sign up. We have people in Guatemala, a lot in America, and the time zones don't always work for them. So we have, uh, I think at the most, we've had sort of 500 and 50 odd people sign up for a meditation. Um, wow. But not all of them can be there live. A lot of them rely on the replay that they receive. It's yeah. incredible. And, and I mean, that's, that's more, more the business of which I like. Vernon, I'll, 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 the same question applies, but I'd really like to know more on a personal level. What are you doing to, to best plan ahead? Or are you, everybody's different. Some people need that, that they need putting a marker in the ground to aim towards and whether that's achievable because things are outside of our control or not. But how are you with that? How are you looking forward and, and planning or maybe not at all? Are you, are you looking more short term? 
I really, I love, Dean mentioned an ongoing future. I've just got to say, I really love that, that you said there, an ongoing future. I really like that, Dean. Um, yeah, Vernon, how does that sit with you personally? Well, for me personally, it's something that we're looking at now and we, you know, like everything, there's going to be a change. There's, there's changes all the time. And we're always in the forefront of it. We're always trying to move forward. We're always trying to uh, adapt and change. But as I say, at the moment, watching what's going on with these beautiful people that are listening to these meditations, um, it's, it's just astounding to watch how they're moving. So we only thinking of concepts and stuff like that. And we, we're looking shortly at doing uh, many workshops uh, that, that are live and that they can attend it and healing workshops, et cetera, et cetera. Because of my abilities, healing and clairvoyance and helping people to change belief systems. And then my other side that I'm, I have a unique ability to assist people through meditation. Um, putting these all together uh, really is, uh, is, it just runs by itself. Uh, there's no, I, I, we've got no idea where it's going to take us. And I'm not really too concerned by that because I just trust the process. And I, and Di is the main culprit there. She is the, uh, the one to <laughs> to guide me. She says, you will be doing this. You will be doing that. And I say, yes, I will. <laughs> I was just about to say, it, it can be easier allowing things to happen and run with themselves if you've got somebody steadying the ship beside you, right? I, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think awesome. we both, we're both trying to use this time to get fit, you know, because normally... We travel a lot and it's really difficult to have some kind of regular program when you're only home for like three weeks at a time. Wow. So, um, you know, this is really a time where Vernon especially has been really good. As you can see, <laughs> I've been less good. <laughs> but <laughs> he, um, we're both trying to get, use this time at home, which has now been months, which is, I don't think, Vernon, I don't think has been has spent this amount of time in South Africa probably for the last 20 years. It was, his program wow. was three weeks home and three weeks away. And it's been like that for 20 years. Yeah. And that's so, consistently so. Three, three weeks on, three weeks off. Yeah. Wow. I mean, people would look at that and think that's just the best thing ever. Like, God, everybody would get, but when you delve a little bit deeper, what, you know, what are some of the pros and cons of that? I mean, course some of the, the, the po clear positives are surely seeing all these amazing places around the world and, and uh, meeting lots of people and um what are some of the the, the things behind the scenes that are, that are tough for that and i think you just mentioned a struggle with routine die what what would you what are some of the things that that can be quite tough with that with that that routine well, for me uh, i'm always very careful when i go to another land I always rest for a little bit because no matter how you're flying, and uh, it's always been astounding to watch business people, how they get off the plane and they start working straight away. Um, from an energy point of view, it's disaster. It will eventually catch up with you. Uh, you can't carry on doing it. They may think everything is hunky-dory in their body, but the energy field in themselves is, is tiring. 
So I've always learned how to pace myself. And um, when I finish a workshop, I pace myself. I give two, three days off and, and then I carry on. So I don't really have a, um, an issue with, with, with that side. Where we, where we both struggle sometimes is different cultures where you go and eat and where we are there. And we may not be able to do the exercise that I would like to do and things like that. But it's all part of the, the, the scenario that we're in. So we adapt. Now I'm doing my exercise and being a good lad. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, um, what's, what systems um, um, have you adopted uh, that, that you hadn't before uh, and ways of working that you, you can see coming out of this um, maintaining um, that, you, that you wouldn't have before? What, what have you what have you realized that some of you whether that's more effective ways of working some softwares i mean zoom of course i think mm. uh, the uh, majority of people will continue to use zoom coming mm. out of this this period let's hear what die's got to say <laughs> well, you're on the spot die because <laughs> then i will know how to deal with it <laughs> i think it's a very interesting question because there has really been it's been such a smooth organic process for us moving into this crisis time of crisis it's Vernon and I often look at one another and we go isn't it incredible how it's been like just taking a breath it's been that effortless moving from post uh, pre-coronavirus to where we are now we've kind of been on this journey it feels like for at least two years of pre preparing to be here now doing the work that we're doing and doing it so effectively nothing has really changed other than and in fact not even zoom we started using zoom last year and mm -hmm. um, we were introduced to zoom and we started doing free meditations on zoom to get to grips with the software and we've been tweaking it all along you know we just uh, bought ourselves this nice webcam that gives a better quality image and we've been doing those kind of refinements but the whole process like i say started about two years ago and it's just been this smooth getting here I can't explain it any other way. Hmm. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> I like I that. I can slide out of that one. <laughs> I like that. And what have, what have been, if you could think, what's been the, uh, the biggest challenge of our, um, no, not just, let, let's look at in business, let's look at the, the, the business and the setup and the business journey of the, no, clearly you've been in, in, doing this for a number of years now. What sticks out as the biggest challenge along the way, Vernon, and how did you, over, how did you overcome that? I think the biggest challenge has been, especially for this, where I am communicating with you, um, and I'm going through the ether to you. And we do mm -hmm. know from an esoteric point of view that everything is right here, and it's all part of the thing, but... Uh, I can't pinch you right now, so uh, <laughs> I can't do this. But what I have learned to do uh, is to take my energy and bring it across to you. So I can do that. And uh, that has been in a very exciting uh, stage of this development of where I am now. So I'm quite uh, capable of 
working with you. And then I'm also quite capable of just um, doing what I'm doing to you right now. And you can feel it, but you don't know what, what happened. So your body's warming <laughs> up a little bit. Yes? <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. And uh, do I ask you the same question? What's been the, the biggest challenge since you've been with, with Vernon through the business journey? You know, has, there, or, has, it, has it just been lovely and progressional and in the right way and at the right pace? If you say yes, if you say yes, I might call mm. you on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's quite an interesting. So I, my journey with Vernon started as a client. I was, had my own design studio, advertising agency, and I initially met Vernon and I was one of his clients and I was really trying to find a way to de-stress and get some balance in my life because I was a, a young mother and I was working 24-7. So what happens is I brought all those skills slowly over time to the work that I do with Vernon. He started as a pro bono sort of client of mine and then, and then eventually I'd had enough of advertising and it became very shallow and I sort of did this transition where I started doing the work for Vernon. So um, I really, because I was a business owner, I really had a lot of those skills that I could apply to Vernon's work. I think the, one of the most challenging things is putting together the right team of people to help us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I have an amazing assistant, Shireen now, who's my right and left arm. Um, but I've had some who have been club feet, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. getting to find Shireen and people like her has probably been the biggest challenge, finding the right, putting the right team together. People that you can rely on uh, to all speak with the same voice. So we're all kind of representing Vernon and we're speaking authentically as a team that supports Vernon's work. Love that. Yes, I, I fully agree on that front. Well, before we wrap up, I would love to, what's, what's a, a, a great piece of advice that you could offer our audience? You know, people who are uh, stressed at home, um, uh, concerned with, with uncertainty, you know, what, what's, what's something that everybody could, could look to do just to make a start? You know, we've been, spoken to a number of people uh, from from various various different backgrounds and the big thing that comes through is importance of routine but making a start on something you know just have a go and and, and get with the starting blocks what, what what's one piece of advice you could you could offer Bernard? well for me you know um two things can happen you know when you're in this lockdown um for me there was one day where all of a sudden I felt uh, quite despondent. It just happened. And we're human. And so you're going to feel different responses, different things happening to your life. Once I realized that I was dropping into a thought pattern of what everybody else is going into, into their fear, I immediately know how to shift out of that. So when you know that you can do that, some of the, the, the tools is, first of all, to allow yourself to be very present. Now, that alone is, you know, there's a lot of that out there to, you know, stay present and all that. 
Um, but if a bomb goes off just now, you're not going to be present. You're going to be flying. You're going to run somewhere else. So, um, so if there's a shock here, you, 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 you go out of present, you go into memories and whatever. So I think if one can stay very relaxed as best as you can and do a little bit of relaxation, even five or 10 minutes, uh, when you wake up in the morning, just quieting yourself down and then have that kind of visualization. It's going to be an amazing day and kind of pick. I'm going to be doing these things. Say, no, I'm going to be thinking of seeing James today on an interview. So I, you know, do my hocus pocus uh, uh, on that and I visualize what, what or how it's going to happen. So when you start doing that, what I've noticed is reality will adapt. So if you focus on a positive, things will start changing in your life. Maybe not just that moment, because sometimes, like fitness, you, when you join a gym, you don't become fit the next day. It takes time for the body to do it, even though we would like that to happen. When it comes to esoteric principles or just normal uh, events in your life, there is a skill. There is something you've got to do. And I would say becoming aware of how you're feeling in that moment and then making a decision I don't want to be like this. I want to go that way. Will transform you. It will start setting up something in your life that will become unique. And my firm belief is everybody's got an extraordinary talent. And when you've been put into this situation where you have been isolated for whatever reason it's happening, um, you have a unique gift in it, no matter what you could have other things going on in your world. The James that is now here, sitting in front of me, uh, will change because of the extraordinary events. So I don't feel concerned about any of these things. I think if you'd stay like that, you stay in that positive frame, everything will shift for you. It just has to. It's, it's, it's a law. So you don't have to know too much about spirituality, but you can definitely focus on waking up and feeling good and what am I going to have that's going to be extraordinary today. And then just notice. It may be that a bird comes past or something comes past or whatever, but it's going to be extraordinary for you if you're willing to see. Yeah. If you're willing to see, if you see or hear, you're on the right track. Love that, Vernon. And D, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna pass you by. I'd love to know either from a, a mother, a, a woman, an international organizer's point of view, what's a, a piece of advice that that you could pass forward that that certainly you've picked up that you that you know can uh, can make an impact with people. Well, I think. What's really helped me through this time is routine, to have some kind of routine. Um, I think that helps everybody. I, you know, I'm in lockdown with five people, with five of us in a house. I have two children, 
And um, I think having some kind of routine has helped us all. So, um, and I think to make little highlights in your day, you know, make something feel like a treat, even if it's like baking a cake or something. I think it helps everybody just to have something to look forward to. Love that. Yeah, I love that. That kind of uh, that acknowledgement, even however great or small that is within your own household with each other. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Uh, well, guys, thank you very much. Um, I know that uh, you're, uh, what we're doing with our team, Vernon, you're going to hold a meditation session with, um, with our team at Pink, who have been very working very hard behind the scenes with the business lockdown. And it's going to be great to bring them on and, and so kind of you to, uh, to, to work with us for a session. And what we're also doing as a team is we're, we're having a week of meditation each day where as individuals, we'll make sure we have 20 minutes at least each day. And we're going to feed back on that, that week's journey and, and share it with you guys and our audience. And there's some people within our team that, that either haven't meditated or have, have, have touched on it before, but have struggled so they've never gone back to it. So we're going to find that interesting within our team as well. And it's implementing something positive and, and, and different for us to feel more connected uh, within ourselves and our audience. So I'd like to thank you for that. And before we uh, sign off, where can people find you guys? Where can people find you? So our website has, is very up to date. It has all the information there as we uh, come up with events and things, we post them immediately. Uh, and our website is www.vernonfrost.co.za. Awesome. Well, ladies first, I'll thank you, Dee Williams, for joining us. <laughs> thank and, you. <laughs> um, and Vernon, guys, it's been, it's been really wonderful connecting with you. you, you uh, you're wonderful souls and, um, and it'll just make a, it will make a positive impact for our audience. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, James. Thank, thank you, James. Bye. <laughs>